0: Rocky Har Minute is rated R. The Rocky Har show shows also rated R. We're going to spend this time discussing the movie in gory detail, and along the road, we'll talk about some adult content and use some of our favorite swear words. Oscar, your ass is Consider yourself warned. The
1: Welcome to Rocky Horror Minute, the podcast where we discuss the Rocky Horror Picture Show in excruciating detail one minute at a time. I'm one of your hosts, Kelly. And I'm your other host, Leandra. And today we are discussing Minute 47 of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Leandra, what happens in Minute 47?
0: I'd say quite a lot. This minute begins with Frank rushing to Rocky, who is locked away in the elevator and is restlessly banging on the door. He opens the door and Rocky postures out of the elevator and gives Frank a very moody glare. Frank takes a moment to cross his arms petulantly and he says, don't be upset. Mm -hmm. And then after a pause, he says, it was a mercy killing. He had a certain naive charm, but no muscle. And then he has a very comedic eyebrow raise which brings us into our next song. In rhythm with a drum strike, Rocky shows off his bicep by bringing his arm up and onto Frank's shoulder. Frank squeals in delight, and Rocky begins flexing to the beat. While trotting away triumphantly, Frank sings. He takes a moment to dance with Sadie Corey, the the shortest of the Transylvanians, at which time Riff and Magenta start quietly walking behind Frank. Frank turns around, extending his arms, and allows for Riff and Magenta to remove his lab gown leaving him wearing just his corset, panties, stockings, what he was wearing back downstairs in the ballroom during Sweet Transvestite. We see him pose briefly before starting to walk toward Rocky, who we see has been rhythmically flexing his arms this entire time with bicep curls. Mm -hmm. The lyrics during this are, But a deltoid and a bicep, a hot groin and a tricep, makes me, ooh, shake makes me want to take charles atlas by the hand in just seven days oh baby i can make you a man i don't want and that's how we end it i don't know what he doesn't want but i'm sure we'll find out next minute
1: what a minute that was compared to some of the recent minutes where we didn't have a lot going on we have a lot to discuss here
0: Yeah, I kind of forgot how much was in this nice, spicy little minute. (laughs) This may not be Frank's very best minute, but it's definitely up there. Lots of strong face acting from Frank in this, but also, honestly, physical acting, too. Specifically, right at the beginning, when Frank is climbing over the debris to get to Rocky, is a nice bit of going into it to be physically awkward before composing myself and being smooth again. It's just like really satisfying seeing Frank Tim Curry use a lot of nonverbal acting in this minute.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. I um I particularly love him in the elevator at the beginning of the scene. He's so over the top and campy that um his oh after the muscle like has been one of my favorite moments ever since the first time I watched the movie.
0: It's, it's right around this point that you get this kiss or kill moment with Rocky and Frank. And if you haven't heard of that before, it's when people are like that close, like super close to each other's faces on stage or on screen, that it feels like they should either be kissing or ready to murder each other. So right after Frank lets Rocky out of the elevator, they share a very intimate kiss or kill moment with their faces like within inches of one another. And it's kind of ruined a bit because it almost looks like Peter Henwood is trying not to laugh during that. And I guess that could very well be the case if he's not used to stage intimacy. But Frank has that really great energy and he, I don't know if this makes sense, but he kind of moves in closer, like he's really about to kiss Rocky. Before pulling back and leaning against the other side of the door jam, and it's very aloof and very dramatic. Like this is mm-hmm. this is like straight up rom com shit right here. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, I I love Rocky's reaction because he's mad, upset. I guess that he just witnessed somebody getting murdered. I can understand why that would scare him. But then, as soon as Frank says the word muscle, he's like, "Her, I have a muscle!" Like he like immediately he's like. It's like that, uh, that was like a Manchurian candidate code word for him or something. And then he's just like, oh, this is where I go into my muscle demonstration.
0: I really do love that for no particular reason, he really is just flexing his biceps through this entire song. And it's not just like flex one, flex the other. For a while, it's it's flex the left three times and then the right once, and then it switches Uh, to every other and it's just it's very it's almost random yeah i know pattern
1: for those of you in the audience who play rocky or would like to play rocky and i know leandra of course you also play rocky so you know this it is so frustrating trying to learn this because not only is it pretty much random he's like now i'll do three on this side now i'll do one on each side but then also the camera cuts not in this minute but in I think it's in the next minute where the camera cuts and it doesn't match up. You know what I'm saying? Like basically the camera cuts from behind him doing like a right arm. But then when it cuts to the other side, it's his left arm. So you, you literally can't be screen accurate for this unless, unless you can like glitch yourself or something. So.
0: Oh, you can't? Yeah. I guess get good.
1: (laughs) so i don't know I'm, I'm sure that this is something you've also struggled with leandra probably not quite as much as me because as we've established on this podcast choreography is my achilles
0: heel it's my achilles albatross mm-hmm. i'm also not great with anatomy mm-hmm. yeah i i definitely have spent a lot of time going okay so you don't necessarily see flexing going on but you can uh, you can see some amount of, like, shoulder movement that may imply that on the other side of, of Peter Hinwood's body, he's, like, flexing off screen and just trying to make something make sense. But you're absolutely right that it is—it's a little bit of a fool's errand. Yeah. So there's one other specific piece of frank, of uh, nonverbal acting— that I wanted to go over, and that's, there's this, it's not quite a close-up, I'd say it's a mid-shot where you just see Frank Inverter and, and he breaks the fourth wall on hand. It's when he kind of exaggeratedly goes, makes me want to take Charles Atlas by the hand. During that he-and, Frank is breaking the fourth wall and just eyeing the audience up and down, and it's just like a very sexy thing that he does. <laughs> That I don't think people give him a lot of credit for.
1: Yeah, and that's a line that I really love too because Charles Atlas was such a I don't gay icon isn't the word that implies he was gay, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. He was he was such a important uh, sex symbol for gay men of a certain era. Um, Absolutely. So because of that, the like saying i want to take charles atlas by the hand is like such you know such a um it's beyond euphemism at that point it's very explicit so
0: i love that i do too it's just really good really good stuff for frank really good stuff for us and a nice uh, a nice tie-in to the previous song with these lyrics if we're calling this a different song. I think this is a different song. What do you think? It's
1: a reprise, which I guess is technically a different song. I I dread having to rate this because it's like, what is there to rate? <laughs> you know, But I would say that a reprise is technically a different song, yes.
0: Eh, that's a problem for later us. Yeah, I'm sure by then we'll have it all figured out. Yeah. So Riff and Magenta in this minute... While Frank and Rocky are having their own thing, and like Frank is, I guess, triumphant during this and Rocky is working out because I guess that's how he handles stress, Riff and Magenta are just, on the other hand, super pissed. At least I think. Magenta still has uh, the rubber gloves in her hand from last scene, the ones that she took off of Frank and and... You just see her kind of holding on to them and going, what What am I going to do with this? What am I going to do with this? And then she finally, right uh, right before Riff and Magenta help Frank out of his frock, just throws them behind Frank. And then they just stay there and they're on the ground next to Brad and <laughs> Janet forever. So you can just look and it's just prop, prop, yeah. prop. I uh, fancy
1: that that was a bit of ad-libbing from Patricia Quinn.
0: I do appreciate that Sue Mary, I'm assuming that this is Sue Mary doing her job. I'm not going to take this away from her. Mm-hmm. Um, Sue going, oh, no, you have to hold on to these gloves because you had them the last time we saw you. Yeah. I mean, that is the job of continuity, is it not? Yeah, I
1: mean, it, like, she, I guess. Uh, I guess she was on it or something. Maybe that was Patricia, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I give Patricia Quinn, Patricia Stevens, enough credit as it is for being an excellent actor, and for really doing what she could to like elevate all of her scenes. Really, so let's let's give Sumeria a win. Yeah, sure. Lord knows yeah. she needs one as the continuity editor of this movie. <laughs> I I love that the Transylvanians have now completely moved on from their we've just witnessed a murder sort of vibe, and they're in a line just singing along with Frank. Some of them are scattered outside of the line, and they're just leaning against things, like Rufus Collins and Tony Milner. They're just hanging back and lounging, which I think is great. They don't all need to be doing the exact same thing. Brad and Janet are... I guess that they're still a little bit confused and upset at the beginning of this. And all of that starts to change, at least for Janet, while Frank is getting undressed. And Janet very clearly goes, like, ooh, I wanna see and cranes her neck and sing- sees Frank's crotch and then smiles. Hell yeah. And then I mean, I I would. You would. Of course Most I would. Oh would. No, yeah. Not not Brad though. Brad I, it almost seems like he's angrier now that there's a musical number going on than when he had just witnessed a murder. He just looks <laughs> aghast that Frank is in lingerie again. And then he looks at Janet, clearly hoping for her to also be aghast. And then the only way that I can describe this is that he's like full on Kermit faces when he sees that she's super into it. He just like, he, he very much goes like, well, then I guess I'm the only person who doesn't suck
1: yeah it's a great moment for both of them the like sheepish way that janet reacts when he glares at her too i guess that's in the next minute she
0: she i don't think is aware yet that she is she's acting this way i think that she's probably like caught up in the moment and isn't aware that she she has lust in her eyes
1: yeah that was next minute i apologize um
0: it's a spoiler. It's a little teaser for <laughs> yeah. the next
1: minute. Yeah, sorry. Spoilers to anyone who hasn't watched Minute 48 yet.
0: So there's one other thing that I specifically want to throw out there. The line, a hot groin. Because there's a lot of phlegm when <sighs> Frank says that, he goes, a hot groin. I I always thought that it was like a cut groin. And I'm thinking like, wow, he's super cut. Like, mm. um like he he has a lot of muscle definition. Yeah, I wonder. But um, it's hot
1: groin. I wonder how old that slang term is. Oh, that's fair. I don't know if people were saying it back in 1975. Perhaps they were.
0: Yeah. I certainly wasn't there. Mm, sure. Sure. As far as you're. aware. I caught her lying
1: about her age this morning, listeners.
0: I. Okay. <laughs> that's not fair. <laughs> It's not malicious. I simply am stupid. <laughs> I have been 35 for over 2 months and instead I said I was 34.
1: Yeah. Which is already like sure 34, but yeah, I was uh, <laughs> but I uh I wasn't meaning to call you out. I was just like but actually I I was like, "Wait, is Leandra not 4 years older than me? But you are." I'm 31. But I
0: am. (laughs) And you don't look a day over 40. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And once
1: again, Leandra, four years older than me, so any comments she wants to make, reflect back on her. So I, uh, first of all, the pink tiles that we mentioned that they had to recreate the scene are visible here in the beginning. Richard O'Brien pointed them out on the commentary. Uh, And then he was talking about the expressions on Riff and Magenta's faces as they follow him, which by the way, I love the way that they follow in unison at a certain point stand. It's as it gives the strong impression that this has been rehearsed, which I love, (laughs) like they know exactly where he's going to hit his position and that's when they take off the coat and everything
0: oh, you mean kind of like this is part of the rehearsal dinner or something that they've rehearsed, like, the night before. Of Like, okay, at some point I'm going to take this lab gown off and I need you to be on this side. You need to be on this side.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can just see Frank being extra enough that he rehearses these little routines with them. So, because, you know, as opposed to calling magenta and columbia for telling them to you know telling riffraff to set up the speaker and then telling them to help him like this is something that they knew exactly when he was going to need them to take off the coat and everything so that's my headcanon at least that he's rehearsing these numbers in the lab and they're his captive audience slash um actors i guess i like it support but anyway, Richard O'Brien said, a bit, Patricia Quinn pointed out how angry and hateful they look. And Richard O'Brien said, I decided Riff didn't like him very much. He was resentful because he was so attractive. And Patricia Quinn sweetly said, I never thought of that because I thought you were beautiful, which was very cute. But uh, but I thought that was fun that that was how how Richard O'Brien was canonically playing the character is that Riff is jealous of Frank because he's so hot.
0: I do love that. And it makes good sense for this character to to feel grumpy about it.
1: Well, yeah. And he intentionally made Riff look as kind of weird and unappealing as possible, in my opinion. <laughs> um, like, he is not naturally so kind of Igor-looking. I don't think that that's a hairstyle, the skulllet. I don't think he would have rocked that necessarily in real life. So it was, yeah, it was a choice too. Anyway, so I thought that was a, I thought that was a fun detail. That was a great moment from the commentary. Also in, the, also in this minute, Richard O'Brien uh, vocalized the whoo-hoo-hoo-hoo shake, which was very adorable.
0: Oh, I do love that.
1: Yeah, I thought about clipping that in, but then I was like, I don't know how to. Like well, I just. Callie,
0: just give me your best impression.
1: Hoo 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 hoo! Shake.
0: It's good. Yeah, it's really good.
1: Indistinguishable from as all of my impressions are indistinguishable from the real thing. Uh, we discovered recently that of all of the accents I suck at doing, the worst we found so far is French. I, I do some kind of a some kind of, like, Louisiana bayou <laughs> type of uh, South Park character, so.
0: Yeah, I do apologize for any, any French speakers, native or otherwise, who whoever have to hear either of us give that accent to go, <laughs> because it's, it's truly remarkable how bad we both do. And I speak French
1: fairly well. I mean, not with a good accent, as you might imagine, uh, because I learned Spanish first. But, uh, but I have I have a decent understanding of the French language. I definitely know how it's supposed to be pronounced. But here we are.
0: Yeah, in my head, I feel like I can do it, and then whatever comes out is just not that. Yes, that is my exact
1: experience with accents. It's so sad. I feel like uh, I feel like I'm like. Trapped in a body that can't produce the accents that my mind is crying out to...
0: It's very sad. Yeah, it is. So, speaking of sad, (laughs) um, do you have any... No, I guess that's not a good segue. I'm gonna (laughs) go for it anyway. Do you have any callbacks?
1: Yes! And they're not sad. Um, Yeah, I have actually quite a few callbacks for this minute. Let's discuss them together. Uh so I started I started talking about the my dick is stuck, my dick is stuck when Rocky's banging on the cage at the beginning. Uh this is where that one ends, uh when he rushes over and pulls back the ca- the elevator door, I guess uh people will sometimes say, Mazel tov it's a boy. Implying, of course, that he was circumcised by having his dick stuck in the elevator and having it ripped off. How traumatic. How traumatic. Uh, Then there's that long pause where Rocky is glaring at Frank and Frank's glaring at him. And then if you say, I'm upset, Frank immediately afterward goes, well, don't be upset. And then you can say, describe, followed by any murder um, I have frequently heard, like describe JFK, describe after Kobe Bryant, unfortunately, just, you know describe Kobe Bryant, like all kinds of different murders can get slotted in here before he says it was a mercy killing. Um, and then after that, you can say it was a messy killing, which is always funny. And then of course, he says, you know, he had a naive charm but no muscle. You can say, show us your muscle. Rocky presents his arm, and then you say, wrong muscle. Classic. And finally, later when he's about to do the hoo 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 shake that we were just talking about, you he says it makes me. And then people will say like, turn into a horse or neigh like a horse, whatever. And then and then he acts as though he is a horse. So
0: that's what i got and you definitely have a lot of my favorite ones um i i only have a couple others so instead of saying i'm upset before well don't be upset Mm -hmm. you can say i'm horny and i'm upset and then he says well don't be upset and then you say well i'm still horny (laughs) <laughs> like, so. i forgot about that
1: one yeah I've, I've heard people sometimes chant that for quite a while like,
0: i'm horny and i'm upset i'm horny and i'm upset then i have but a deltoid and then after that you say of compassion which is referencing dr horrible sing-along blog oh yeah yeah Aww. i like that one huh. and then what did you have for breakfast you say that right before a hot groin and a tricep.
1: <laughs> it's funny because he's gay and a cannibal.
0: Yeah, a gay cannibal, if you would. If you would, I will not. Oh, that's that's sad. Yeah. So, you went over the makes me whinny like a horse mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, it, Some reference to his
1: horse-like behavior. Yeah. Yeah. He's
0: horsing around. <laughs> no. Yes. No. <laughs> and then instead of makes me want to take Charles Atlas by the hand, you say balls.
1: Ah, uh, classic. How
0: could I miss that? It's clever. Balls. Clever is clever. Mm-hmm. Balls. I. This this isn't funny, but I was updating our our kind of mutual Google Doc of notes. And walked away, and it's at this point in my notes that I had let something drop on my keyboard, so it was just pages and pages of W. Yeah, well, I
1: was watching that happen in real time and texting Leandra, like you're just you're saying W a lot. <laughs> and, uh...
0: Yeah, it was uh, it was good stuff. I was gonna try and play it off like, yeah, well, it's that callback, you know, the
1: one where Ooh. you go. <laughs> For hours. I mean, it's never too late to start a new callback, so maybe we'll try That's and get true. that going on Halloween weekend.
0: Yeah, Halloween weekend's definitely the time to do that. Woo,
1: woo, 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 woo. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we are heading into Halloween weekend, and I'm really excited. We're going to have uh, in DC, we have three sold out shows. So if you're going to be there, definitely say hi to us. I'll be emceeing, and Kelly's going to be on stage for all of the shows in some capacity. Yes.
1: I'm playing three different roles over three nights. It's a veritable buffet of Kelly's acting talents. So come eat me, if you I'm so sorry, listeners, but do come feast upon me.
0: Feast your eyes and other things yeah. on Kelly's talents and, and taint. <laughs> Talent, titties, and taint. What more could somebody ask for? Oh my god, we're so normal. I think you'll find that this is very normal. Thank you very much. Yeah. If you if you disagree with our definition of normal, <laughs> I strongly encourage you to leave us a five-star. <laughs> review on Apple podcast. Yeah. And, you know, just just let us know that this isn't what normal people sound like. Yeah, it'll... and I'll um I'll take that to heart.
1: <laughs> Webster's dictionary defines normal as
0: Are we really going to let Webster tell us that we're doing it wrong? I don't think so. I'm not. But I think that's it for me. Is that it for you? That's all I got. All right, then let's close this one out like we close out all of our episodes with now. You, you don't, don't have to, to go, go home, home, but you can't, but you stay, can't here. stay here. So, so get the fuck out. Conqueror. Yes. Yeah, that would nice. be and Jen.